Turn in your Bibles with me to John chapter 2. John chapter 2. Turn in your Bibles, your, your iPads, iPhones, whatever. We are on the YouVersion Bible app as well. Does everybody know what the YouVersion Bible app is? Y'all have that? Three of you? The rest of you? Everybody know what that is? So get download that YouVersion Bible app. It's a really cool app. It's a, um, you can follow along with us on that as well. But say amen when you're at John chapter 2. This is the story of Jesus turning the water into wine, right? How many of you have heard this story before? All right. So Jesus is turning water into wine. It is his first, people say it's his first miracle. It's the wedding at Canaan. But it is his first recorded miracle. He could have done many miracles prior to this. We don't know, okay? But this is Jesus' first recorded miracle. And I'm going to start reading in verse 6. It says, now there were set three, six water pots, or I'm sorry, now there were set there six water pots of stone, according to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Those are pretty big, right? That's a pretty big water pot. Those 20 to 30 gallons, okay? Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. And when the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it had came from, but the servants said who had went and drawn the water out knew where it had come from. The master of the feast called the bridegroom. And he said to him, he said, every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, we know what that means, don't we? When the guests have drank plenty, then the inferior or the, the cheap wine comes out after pretty much he said when everybody's drunk, we bring out the, 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 the cheap wine, right? He says, then the inferior, he said, but you have kept the good wine until now. Amen. So it says, you have kept the good wine until now. See, for years I've heard preachers preach, and I've preached on this myself, and it's been misquoted. Amen? I was talking with a gentleman this morning, and I was talking about this story, and he said he saved the best for... How many have heard that misquoted before? The rest of y'all need to read your Bible. Three of you raise your hand like, I've heard that before. No, I'm kidding. Listen, but we misquote that all the time. That he has saved the best for last. Amen? I've heard preachers preach on it. I've preached on it myself. But he has saved the best. But that's not what he said. What he said, and you look it up in the NIV, the New King James Version, the NLT, all the, the King James, it says he saved the best until now. Amen. Right now. Because when you say he saved the best for last, it's almost like, like, See, if we're not careful, guys, listen, when we say that, that he saved the best for last, that, that we're living our life that way, right? Come on. That we're living our life that way, that we're living our life for last, that we're living our life somewhere, somewhere out there, right? That, that, that it's always out there somewhere. Are y'all following me? You never know what's going to happen in the dark corners of Constantine High School. <laughs> I'm just telling you. But 
don't when we listen, listen to me, when, when, we, when we think that, that, that he saved the best for last, that it's always out there somewhere, that it's always out there somewhere, that the blessing, the revival, that the move of God, that the miracle you need, that the thing that you are praying for in your life, that everything that you want to happen in your life, it's always out there and the best is still coming. Right? That's what we think about when one day, someday, one day it's coming. The best is for last. One day, one day, way out there. He said, the, he saved the best for, for now. He didn't save the best for last. We don't live our life in the last. Come on, y'all. Y'all better wake up this morning. I've heard all of my life that there's a last day revival coming. And I'm going to live and I'm going to die. And if I keep waiting and I keep looking for it, I'm never going to see it. Amen. There's a last day revival coming. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. It's never going to come, but I'm here to tell you, he doesn't save the best for last. He saves the best for right now. He saves it for right now. He says the best is right now. Right now. There's a revival right now. Come on, y'all. Everybody say right now. We need to be careful. We need to be careful that we're not living 10 years out there. One day, someday. Come on, y'all. We need to be careful that we're not living 10 years down the road. One day, someday, someday. Can I tell you, you can have victory right now? You can have victory right now. We are having revival right now. We are seeing lives changed right now. Amen. It's not for out there. It's not for down the road. Sometimes, you know, it's almost like we, you know, we get, we, we just get to thinking, well, it's out there. It's, it's out there. It's out there somewhere. And it's, you know, it's coming. It's coming. And the enemy wants to distract us from the fact and the power of believing that our victory is happening right now. That's what the enemy wants you to think, that it's coming, that it's out there. And, and, and he wants to keep you from standing and believing and trusting in right now. Right now is where the victory comes from. Amen. It's right now. It's right now. Everybody say right now. Y'all got to wake up. I need your help. He says, you have kept the good wine for not last. You have kept the good wine for now, the great days are not behind us. The great days are not behind the church. Amen. The great days are right now. The great days are not someday, way out there somewhere. The great days are right now. Right now. He saved the best for right now. That's what he said. That's what he said. Listen, the best young people right now. Right now. Everybody say right now. The best churches. Hallelujah. Right now. Come on, y'all. The best churches right now. The best move of the Spirit right now. God is that kind of God. He's not a God of the past. He's not a God of the past. And he's not a God who's sitting around waiting so he can show you that he's great. He's not a guy who said, well, I'm going to show him later. I'm not going to do it right now. He's not a God of, I'm just going to show you. He's sitting around waiting, ringing. It's like, no, nah, I'll show him later. I'm not going to show him I'm great right now, someday. Your Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
He's not waiting to show you he's great right now, which means, listen, if we can comprehend the power of now, I'm telling you, guys, you got to comprehend the power now. You won't have to wait, but he's now. God is right now. Amen? Presently. God in revival in his spirit is when? Right now. Let's give Jesus some praise for it. Come on. Right now. He says, you have kept the good wine until now. The devil wants you always looking down the road. Someday. Come on, y'all. Someday, someday, someday I'm going to quit taking drugs. Someday I'm going to get right with God. Someday I'm going to do this. Someday we're going to get our marriage fixed. Someday we're going to get through these problems. Someday, someday, someday I'm going to take time for my children. Someday I'm going to do this. Someday I'm going to do that. Someday. But the power is right now. It's right now. Right now is all you have. Right now is all you have. Now is the key to releasing miracles in your life. Right now. Do you know if you spell the word now backwards? He must have been reading my notes. Oh, he's got it right there. If you spell the word now backwards, I got way out of the box when I come up with this point. Come on. Come on. And when you say now, the battle is already won. Now. I'm going to praise him now, not when I see a change. I'm going to pray right now. I'm going to trust God when I don't understand everything right now. I'm going to give him all the glory even before the manifestation comes right now. I don't have to see or know everything because when you decide to say now, come on, y'all, the victory is won. The Bible says it like this in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Look at this. The Bible says it like this. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith. The definition of faith is not someday. Come on, y'all. I'm believing someday. No, no, now. Now, faith is. Now I'm praising God for it. Now I'm rejoicing for it. Now I'm enjoying my life. Now I'm going to live. Now, faith is. Not faith someday down the road. Not faith someday now faith. Amen? Come on. This day, this is all I have promised. There's no guarantee contract for you to be alive tomorrow. Amen? There is no guaranteed contract for any of you to show up tomorrow alive. Listen, I'm going to get real crazy now. <laughs> I'm going to get real crazy right now. This is the best church service you'll ever be in. For sure. This is the best church service you'll ever be in. For sure. Right? Come on. For sure. You don't know. You don't know. Well, well someday we're going to have a really great church service. Well, this is the best for all you know. Come on, y'all. 
this is the best for all you know. It ain't, oh, if you can just grab a hold of this, you're not promised next Sunday. You're not promised a month from now. You're not promised for that conference that you're signed up to go see. This is really all you have. This one opportunity right here, this one church service right here, this is all you have. Are you following me? This is it. And when you grab that, when you grab that and you see the power of now, come on, y'all, that's a powerful thought. That's a powerful thought. He saved the best for now. Grab a hold of that. God's best is not in the past, and his best is not in the future. It's right now. It's right now. You got to get a hold of that. And as you get older, you have to watch it. And all the older people said, Amen. there's a danger in getting older. Psalm, Psalm 1-1 tells you this. Listen, there's three stages. Look at Psalms 1-1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sets in the seat of the scornful. And here's what happened to people. Here's what happens to them. Listen, they start out walking. And then they start getting around negative people. Huh? And then they stop moving forward. They start getting around negative people. They start getting around, right? And then they start standing. They stop walking and they, they start standing. They're, making, they're not making any progress. They're not making any progress. And then there comes a time as you get older, if you don't watch it, you start sitting in the seat of the scornful. Come on, listen to me. You'll start sitting in the seat of the scornful, living in the past, talking about how great God used to move, talking about how great church used to be. Come on, y'all. Talking about what the Holy Spirit used to do. Amen? And the great danger and temptation for Every older generation, listen, I, I, I'm pushing 50, so I can, I can pick on y'all a little bit. I know, and everybody's like, dude, you're such a puppy. <laughs> I can hear y'all, I can hear it, I can hear the older. But I'm pushing 50, so I have the right to pick on the older generation. Amen? Come on, y'all. This is what you got to watch out for. You walk, then you stand, and then you start sitting in the seat of the scornful. Oh, those young people don't pray like we used to pray. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, those young people don't praise like we used to pray. And you say all that while you're sitting. Oh, they don't do church like we used to do church. And you say it while you're sitting in the seat of the scornful. Are y'all listening to me this morning? Listen. Oh, this generation... Just don't serve God like we used to. And you say that sitting in the seat of the scornful, and that's not what the Bible teaches. Amen? The Bible teaches that we serve a God who is in the now, right now. He's not a God of the past. He's not back there. He's the great. He's not the great I will be. He's not the great I was. Hey, come on. The Bible teaches that we serve a God who is right now. 
He says, I've saved the best for now. Y'all got to get a hold of this. If we're not careful, we'll do what happened at Calvary. I want you to listen to me. I want you to listen to me carefully. Jesus Christ was the greatest gift the world has ever been given. And he was crucified between two thieves. Amen? The greatest gift that you have been given besides Jesus is right now. I'm telling you. If you're not careful, you'll crucify your today between two thieves of yesterday and tomorrow. Amen? I'm telling you. You will crucify your today between the two thieves of yesterday and tomorrow. Mm. Two thieves that want to steal your joy. You got yesterday on one side and you got tomorrow on the other side. And they want to steal your joy today. They want to crucify your today. They want you to live in yesterday. Come on. They want you to live in yesterday because the way the enemy gets you to crucify today is the thief of yesterday. You can't go back and live yesterday. Yesterday's over. Yesterday ended at 12 midnight. It's over. You'll never get it back and you can never go back there. I did a lot of junk in my yesterday. I wish I could go back and change it, but I can't. Neither can you. It's over. It's gone. And if you allow that thief, he will steal your joy of today. Amen? How many of you have some stuff that you wish you could go back and change? Am I the only one? If you let him, he will steal the joy of today by getting you to live in the shame, in the pain, the regret, or even in the successes of the good old days. Right? He'll even have you living in the success of the good old days. Come on. You know, you're just living back there. Back there. That's what he, he wants you to do is just, just live back there instead of living here right now. Come on. Instead of enjoying today. He will steal your joy and make you go back to yesterday. Listen, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? Not living in yesterday. I'm not going to let the thief of yesterday steal my joy today. Not going to do it. And if he can't steal it through the thief of yesterday, he will steal it through the thief of someday. Come on, y'all. He will live or, 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 or steal it through the thief of someday. Someday I'm going to be happy. Someday, you know, you, you tell yourself, someday we're going to have children and, and that's going to make us happy. Someday. And then you have the children and you say, someday they're going to move out. Ah, oh, my beautiful children right here. <laughs> I can pick on them. They're right here. Someday they're going to leave. And then someday we'll be happy again. Amen. Come on, y'all. Tara and I just sit there and stare at each other when the kids ain't home. And none of that. We just say stare at each other like, now what? Ain't nothing. Because <laughs> we don't want y'all to go nowhere. We just sit and stare at each other, ain't nothing to do. Someday when I get that house, 
Someday when I get that promotion, someday when I get that car, someday, someday, oh, I'll really, really be happy then. And what you're failing to realize is all that you have power over is right now. Come on, y'all. He will steal your joy today with the thief of yesterday and the thief of someday. And then that thief of someday, 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 someday I'm going to lose weight. Oh, all right, come on, y'all. Someday, you know what? I'm going to preach now. Someday I'm going to start working out. Someday I'm going to start watching what I eat. Someday, yeah. Woo. Someday I'm going to start eating right. Someday I'm going to take care of myself. Someday, someday, I'm going to change someday. Come on, we got to understand that our treasure is today, and if we're not careful, we're going to crucify it between today, uh, yesterday and tomorrow. Our treasure is right now. Amen. Our treasure is right now. Yesterday's a cash check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. Today is cash in hand. Oh. Yesterday's a cash check. Tomorrow's a promissory note. And today is a, ca a cash in hand. Come on, y'all. I'll tell you, wait, wait a minute. So if this were the only church service, the last church service, the only church service that you was ever going to get, the only church service that you ever knew you would ever be in again, how would you praise God? Come on. You better give him some praise this morning. Let's go. This is the only one that you're guaranteed. This is the only one that you're guaranteed. I hope you get another one. I really do. I hope I get to preach again. But this could be it. This could be it. Why not be happy? Why not live it to the moment? Why not laugh a little bit? This could be it. This could be all you have. You might as well enjoy it. Don't be worrying about tomorrow. Come on, you might as well. What am I going to do tomorrow? Nothing. I don't know. Tomorrow's not guaranteed for me. I might as well rejoice today. Come on. Praise God. You don't know what you're going to have tomorrow. This could be the only church service you have right here. Let's rejoice. He's saved the best until now. Mm. Your miracle is one word away. Now. Come on, y'all. Your healing is one word away. Now. Your peace is one word away. Now, don't let it take a heart attack or a stroke or COVID, right? Don't let it take any of this stuff to make you finally realize that this could be the best day of your life right now. Not someday, not down the road, not yesterday, that this is the greatest day of your life right now. I don't care what you got going on. I don't care what's, the greatest day of your life is right now. A year ago today, I was on a ventilator fighting for my life. One year ago today. It's funny, we was looking through the Facebook posts throughout the, throughout the week here and yesterday and today. And today was the day I think they were putting the tracheotomy in my throat and, and all this stuff was going on. But a year ago today, I was on a ventilator fighting for my life. You know, the greatest gift the Lord has given me is today. Right now, I love my wife, 
I love my children more than anything in this world. I love this church. I love all of y'all. Come on. I love every single one of you more than anything. But if God had not given me the gift of right now, I wouldn't even see you anyway. The greatest gift, people who have heart attacks and stuff, people who have struggled with things and they, they've been through things and they get their life back after they go through cancer and stuff and they get their life back and they're alive again, they're cancer free, they're healed, they understand this. They understand one thing, that today is the greatest gift that you will ever have. Amen. It is the greatest gift that you'll ever have. I'm good today. <laughs> I'm good today, right now. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. Today I'm well. What am I freaking out about? What am I filled with? Fear and anxiety over. What is it that, that, that I'm, I'm freaking out about? I'm good today. I'm good right now. You know how the enemy gets us? Listen to this. Jesus said it in Matthew 6, 34. He said, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow, worry about its own things. See, the enemy gets us worrying. Ah, he's Jesus. He don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, don't worry about that. You better start worrying about tomorrow. He's, he don't know what he's talking about. I don't know why Jesus would say that. You better worry about tomorrow. You better. See, the enemy gets us worrying. Take no thought of tomorrow. I know it's hard to do. Take no thought of tomorrow. He said this in Deuteronomy 33. Look at this, verse 25. As your days are, so shall, so shall your strength be. As your days are. He said, I'm just going to give you grace enough to think about today. As your days are, so shall your strength be. I'm only going to give you enough grace to handle what kind of day comes your way. That's what he said. So if you let your mind and you let, let, it, let it go into tomorrow and you start worrying about all this stuff, you start worrying about tomorrow and, you, and you're doing this and all my children and all, all my this and that and, and all this stuff. Like, I don't know how this is going to work out tomorrow. And I, I'm, I'm worried about this and, and I got all this stuff going on. And, and then you start worrying about tomorrow. Listen, God says, I have no grace over there. He says, I'm not over there. Come on, y'all, you following me? He says, I'm not over there. I have no grace over there. I'm not doing that. I'm not giving you any grace to deal with that. It's hard. I get it. I totally understand it. He said, but I'm not giving you grace to handle that over there tomorrow. But if you'll stay in today, if you'll stay right now, Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. You stay right now. And you look back and you say, boy, he's provided. You're here, ain't you? You got a 100% track record of surviving yesterday or you wouldn't be here. Just throwing that out there. He's provided for you. Your kids are okay. You made it through it. He's met every need. You're good. It's going to be all right. And you don't let your mind go over there. You don't let your mind go over there and, and, and be tormented because of tomorrow. He says, but as your days are, as your days are, so when you get over there, if something is happening that's worse, that's worse than today, right? Come on, y'all. You get over there tomorrow and something's going to happen tomorrow that's even worse than today. He says, as your days are, so shall your strength be. 
as your days are today. Today. But you don't have strength today to deal with what you got to deal with tomorrow. You just got enough strength for today. As your days are, so shall your strength be. He didn't give you strength to deal with tomorrow yet. If you want to stay in peace, if you want to stay out of, out of depression, if you want to stay out of worry and anxiety and high blood pressure, then live today. It's the power of right now. It's the power of right now. Don't let it take a heart attack or something, a stroke or something for you to say, well, you know, if it's going to happen someday, then why not today? Why can't it happen today? Amen? Don't let it take something drastic in your life. The best is right now. It's today. Don't let it take something, a heart attack or something to, to destroy you. Your best is right now. I remember this credit card commercial on TV that it used to come on TV, and it was a, a, a dad who was pushing his, his, his. Oh, my Siri just came on my wife. That was weird. Uh, I said credit card. And I said, I found this on the web. I was just going to show that credit card. Yeah. You see what I've been Googling, y'all? It's weird, ain't it? Seeing this credit card commercial, though, it used to come on TV. And, and it had this, uh, um, this, this dad who's pushing his kid on the swing. And he's like a six-year-old, you know, six-year-old kid. And he's pushing him on the swing. He pushes him up as high as he can in the air. And the kid goes up in the air on the swing. And when he comes back down, he's an 18-year-old, 180-pound teenager. Y'all know, you know what commercial that is? He comes back down. He's a 180-pound teenager. When he comes back down, he hits his dad and knocks him down. And, and the caption of the, the commercial said, life comes at you fast sometimes. Do y'all remember that commercial? Y'all don't remember that commercial? Google it. My watch will hook you up. But that's how it is. That's how it is. I mean, just like that. Just like that. That's how it is. He's pushing a six-year-old. He comes back down 18, knocks him over. Life comes at you fast sometimes. That's how it is, guys. Just like that. And if you're not careful, you're living in someday. Someday, someday, someday. And you miss the power of right now. Amen. You will miss the power of right now. The power of now is that you expect God to move now. You expect God to work in your life right now. You expect in your miracle right now. The power of now is not someday. Amen? When the disciples got in the storm, the Bible said that, that Jesus come walking out on the water. And they said, it's Casper. Y'all don't remember Casper. They said, it's a ghost. <laughs> they said, it's Casper. But it wasn't Casper. It was Jesus. It was Jesus. They thought it was a ghost. They were expecting the devil to show up, but Jesus showed up instead. Amen? So many times we're expecting bad things to happen, and we're not expecting Jesus. Now, in the middle of your storm, I don't know what you're going through, but right now, expect Jesus to show up in the middle of your storm. Amen? We, 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 it's it's going to happen someday. 
It's going to happen sometime. Why not today? Why not today? Why don't you release your faith today? Now. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now faith, the definition of faith is not someday faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's not someday faith, it's now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's right now when I have nothing. When I have nothing, when I don't see it, when I can't put my hand on it. Right now I have faith that the miracle's coming. Right now I have faith. That is the definition of faith is right now. Not faith down the road. Well, I'll have faith someday or I'll do this. Not someday, not one day. It's right now. Now faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. I love what Isaiah said in, in, in chapter 43. Look at this. In verse 19, he said this. He said, behold, I will do a new thing. And then he puts this on there. Look. Now it will spring forth. He said, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Turn to somebody and say now. Turn to somebody on the other side and say now. Sometimes you got to put your foot down and say now. I'm going to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Not someday down the road. Now it will spring forth. I'm not going to believe God one day. I'm not going to believe for God to show up one day. I'm not going to believe for these mountains to be moved. Someday, I'm believing for him to be moved now, right now. I think I'll just put my foot down and say, right now, right now. One day, I'm going to surrender my life to the Lord. Someday. Come on, y'all. And the devil will agree with you on that conversation. Do you know that? The devil will agree with you on that conversation. Well, you know, you're right. You should surrender your life to the Lord someday the devil will agree with you on that. You should surrender your life to the Lord someday. You do need to stop drinking and taking drugs someday, just not now. The power of this moment is when somebody in this room says, not someday, right now. I've lived my last day in bondage. I've lived my last day in sin. I've lived my last day in condemnation and in shame. I've lived my last day in a bad marriage. We're going to get some help right now. Everybody say right now. Right now. Not someday. Not someday down the road. We're doing it right now. Satan is the great procrastinator. Amen. Satan is the great procrastinator. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Can we give some Jesus some praise for the power of right now? Please. For the power of right now. Right now. And that's the power. This is what I'm preaching about, guys. This is what I'm preaching about because the scripture said this. Look at this in, in, in chapter 2, verse 10 again. John chapter 2, verse 10. One more time. I'm about done. And he said to him, Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine, and when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior a cheap wine. You have kept the good wine until now. That's verse 10. Watch, watch what it says right here in verse 11. That was the beginning of signs 
miracles. That was the beginning of miracles Jesus did. The beginning of miracles. Notice the last word when they said now, the next thing that happens is the beginning of miracles. Amen? Come on, y'all. You didn't catch that. The last word he said is you have saved the best until now, and then the miracle started. Now, right now, not down the road, not someday, you have saved the best until now, and then the miracle started. Come on, y'all. Do you know what a miracle will, be, will begin for you? Sorry, they didn't hear you, because evidently I've been up here wasting my time this morning. Do you know when a miracle will begin for you? Right now. Well, when I start seeing things change, right now. Right now is when a miracle is going to begin for you. Right now. Right here in this service. Right now. Setting in normal circumstances where your faith says, now I receive my miracle. Now I receive my healing. Right now, I will praise Jesus. Right now, I will come with thankfulness and gratitude because I'm enjoying the moment and I'm enjoying the power of right now. Right now. You got to make a decision. Are you always going to put your, your joy in your life and your laughs and, and all the things that life is offering you today? Are you going to always put it out there? Someday? He saved the best for last. You're going to put your life and everything that, that God is offering you today way out there? He said, right now, someday when I get this house paid off, someday we're going to do this, someday, well, you know what? Then you're going to be so old you can't do nothing anyway. Come on. You're going to be so old you can't go out and do nothing anyhow. Come on. Enjoy now. There's somebody who doesn't understand that he saved the best for now. Right now. Well, I'm through preaching. I'm through preaching. Someday I'm going to get off drugs. Someday I'm going to quit. Someday, someday, someday. I'm just going to do it someday. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It won't ever come. You hear me? It won't ever come. Someday I'm going to do this or do that. It won't ever come. But when you say, I've had it. I'm ready. Now faith is. I'm ready for a miracle. I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for a breakthrough. Now. Now. Everybody say this. It's time to enjoy. It's time to live. It's time to laugh. Now. Come on. Come on, y'all. It's time to smile. It's time to smile. It's time to smile. Come on, y'all gonna help me preach whether you want to or not. It's time to smile. No, y'all gonna help me preach. It's time to praise. It's time to be happy. It's time to be thankful. It's time to be grateful. Not when everything's perfect in our life, guys, but right now. 
The thief is crucifying your today between the thief of yesterday and the thief of tomorrow. Some of you are living a miserable today because of something that happened to you yesterday. Say that again. Some of you are living a miserable today because of something that has happened to you yesterday. And God says, you can't change it. You can stay over there if you want to. He said, it's just going to crucify your today. That's a thief stealing your today, guys. Or you can start all over again. You can get it under the blood of Jesus. Amen. And you can say, if I could go back and change it, I would. If I could go back and fix it, I would. But since I can't, I just want to be a new creation. Now. Right now. And God said, this is it. You got it. Today. Right now.